Guys, they do magic. magic. They are the magic guys. Got it. Got it, Josh. <laughs> oh, that is a hot ball of fire. Baby. That kind of worked. That I worked got- on a micro level. Yeah, I got to watch that back. I think I got to work on that a little bit. <laughs> well, that plus our 36 seconds of rehearsal before the pod kicked <laughs> off. Hey, Doug, you yeah. want to do this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's th- let's play with some fire with no rehearsal. Hey, yeah. guys, what's up? Welcome to episode 90, 90, oh my God, <clears throat> of the Magic Guys. We've got Douglas Con here. How you doing, Doug? What's up? And a return guest, we have Jimmy Talks A Lot. Welcome, Jimmy. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Thanks for being uh, forced to come back. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. I'm surprised he said yes. I was. We were talking pre-stream. I spoke with this man for like three hours two days ago. I have no idea what we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, you know the good. I hope it's political though. <laughs> oh no, that's where the good stuff comes up. It's all good. When and yeah, oh, we have another Jimmy in the chat as well. Jimmy, Jimmy Farrister. Farrister. Welcome. Welcome, buddy. And Bob Possible. Bob. Doing Bob? his 52 Bob states. That's a great name. Tour. That's a great name. Yeah. What's up? Thanks for joining, everyone. So, yeah, so we've got Jimmy back. Um, Jason is still away. Someone who will always ask in the chat. The Glad Street Council delegated talks a lot in Maher's absence. They, they said we had to have at least one busker on here. It's the best that's we could right. do on short notice. So we found him. And uh, and we were saying, even though he's, he's you know the street busker of, of the show, he's dressed up way nicer than us today. So it must be paying whoa, the big bucks. Whoa, we're doing where's wrong. the shade coming from? I put on my card <laughs> t-shirt. That is nice, actually. I almost shaved a little. Is that a black? Actually, this shirt is t-shirt? weak because you can't really even see it. It's it's a horrible shirt. But I had to wear black because you know why. It's your favorite color. Because the smoke shows up better. Oh, I'm a trained professional. That makes sense. I like it. Mmm. <laughs> Let me get my money's worth out of this thing. So for the for those just listening, Doug's just making smoke appear out of nowhere in, in oh, his yeah. bare hands. Does Maybe Aaron, the listeners just, can hear the little fan kick on. I can, I can hear it. We're all sitting. Did you, can you guys hear it? I we can hear a fan. Yeah. So, so uh, it, I mean, in, in a soundproof room, I think you can hear this thing in any environment where there's ambient noise, which is every environment for a working professional. It's negligent. If you can hear them, it's so small. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I don't think I'm hearing your device fan. I think there's just a fan in one of our backgrounds that I can hear. That's probably my but air conditioning. Let me check. I think it's this fan here. Oh, Jimmy's the guilty party. <laughs> Let me try. If I if I mute Jimmy for two seconds, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely Jimmy's one. But old school, that's fine. old school. We're, we're, like we're only hearing it because you know we've got headphones on and we're directly in it. But it's probably fine. I say that, and everyone's probably gonna put in the chat. What the hell is that sound? Sean makes a good point. He's like, "Wow, a smoke device that actually works." Nice. Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw it. Yeah. So, like, when I didn't know if Jimmy was going to be here, for sure I really wanted to talk about this smoke thing because uh, there's issues, I think, with me doing it even now. Uh, I don't really? want to start talking about this. Though. Let's start. Let's talk about other things, and then if we feel we need a topic, topic, let's talk about this watch. 
Mm, all right. Uh, I'll watch you say. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, since... we didn't we didn't point out that it was a watch. Yeah, it's a watch. <laughs> so, what what's cool is uh, I wasn't on the podcast when Jimmy first came on, so I got to learn about Jimmy just from watching our podcast, which is which is awesome. And then since then, because you guys sort of gave him the extra push, going, uh, yeah, jump on the socials, start putting up some content. And uh, if you guys are following Jimmy Talks a lot on, on Instagram, you'll see like there's a lot of content going up there and um, a lot of moving and shaking happening. And we started to talk about it off air and then Doug made a good point. He's like, let's save it for the pod. So yeah. what's your experience been so far, Jimmy, with putting up content? Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Because I, I, when, I, when I first started, I said, oh, it'll be easy. I, I just got to be under a minute. That's simple. Until I tried mm. to do my first one, and then I had to go uh, rehearse for like a day, <laughs> for one minute to do one minute of material. I had to, so I couldn't believe it. Uh, it's it was just, it's just a different thing. I had to learn a different. It's a different way of performing. Uh, so, yeah, that's sounds Grindle. like it. Grindle's in the house. Oh, Grindle out there, huh? <laughs> And it's been uh, like well well received, like the clips you've been putting up. Yeah, yeah, people are liking it. Yeah, I, I I'm having I'm having fun with it too, because uh, what it was is a lot of this stuff. It's like I was telling Doug before I got started. I would just I would just uh, do this anyway at the house. Uh, I have a little table set up, and I would just practice and create uh, routines and things like that all day ever for years i would do this how long and, have you been on youtube like when did you start putting stuff online for people and you're just doing it for fun just for people to look mm. at when were you when did you start oh well that i that was 2007 or something mm. i don't know pretty early i, I saw a video of myself on 2007 or something i, I had a, I had a, I had a guy ask me today how long it. it took me to get 4000 view hours and i told him 15 Ooh. years <laughs> yeah they're looking yeah, to monetize i'm like eh, you know, just a loose 15 Should that's a it. tough one hey it definitely took me yeah I, I mean i put up my first youtube street magic video like nine years ago nine eight nine years ago only got monetized like last year but then you got someone like jason he got monetized in like three months. That but look, and I'm living wow. through this as well. The power of the shorts, at least during the pandemic, was so strong that you mm. could use that momentum and those eyeballs and point them to get the views you needed. At least no I doubt. was able to do that. Jason was doing the 365. So, of course, he was, you know, ramping up yeah. those views. Video yeah, a that's day. It. Ah, the old daily videos. Yeah, imagine oh, committing goodness. to a video a day, Jimmy, for a year. And long form, not just shorts. Like every day, you got to put. Oh man, I, I have no, I can't look, even imagine that. I, I'm committing to a video every day this week. I'm going back to school on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com. Join us. And oh yeah, uh, and that is for me a lot. Like I just one week of dailies, and to do it for yeah. a year, <clears throat> no way. I'm even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. It just takes up so much CPU of your brain. Like you can't think of anything outside of it. Right. At least that's. You know, even trick a day may 
you know, that's a, a, a short form video every day, but that's yeah, even well, that's yeah. still like, whew. you saw me bow out of that because the, exactly what we're saying. It's like, I don't need the stress. Trust me. I have enough of it without it. <laughs> I don't need that. I, I yeah. think what makes it harder is that it is short form. Uh, like a lot of the stuff I was practicing was really longer. Uh, so the, so what it is, is I have to rewrite the plot. Look, magic you know, is not a short form art. It's not a short form art, right? It's this is it's not natural to present a magical moment in a minute. It's all yeah. no. not natural. I don't think so. No, I uh, I recently just did a, a corporate event on the weekend and had my videographer friend come and film the whole thing. And even then, <clears throat> so now I'm performing in real life, but I'm still conscious of making sure like there's a minute, 60 seconds worth of nonstop uh, footage that I can use in the edit. I like, yeah, I'm baby. conscious. I'm conscious that when I start the, that, that effect or that, um, sequence of the effect that it finishes early enough that like, I might be able to use it. <laughs> so, cause the moment you cut in a magic effect, everyone's like, oh, you did something in the cut. I mentioned today, we're talking pre-stream. My short today is an excerpt from my long form YouTube video. One of my mm. back to school videos. And I made sure that I had a one minute clip that I could use on the shorts platform to promote this. video. Huh. Yeah. And, 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 and these are good options. Also a good thing to think about, what are the options beyond tricks? And I see a lot of our modern masters now starting to embrace TikTok. Uh, Jeff McBride showed up over the weekend. Oh, really? Okay. His first video, over a million views. Uh, oh, I bet. And then what is he doing? He's throwing kabuki streamers. So he's not even doing magic. He's just doing a magic-related event that has appeal to the viewer. So maybe it's not always about let me trick you eyeballs. Maybe it's about here's a look at my art in this way. And I feel it's like our that, job now to find <clears throat> out what those ways are. I feel like that guy just has to be getting films throughout his daily life because he's doing magic all the time. Like mm -hmm. even when yeah. he's getting his pizza delivered, going outside, he's always doing something. <laughs> Rindle. <laughs> That's uh, a different, type, laugh, of, Chris. different type of stream, stream I think. Though. That is funny. Funny joke. All right. So Jimmy mentioned that um, one thing that was tricky was that you quickly run out of things to put up or ideas. That's yeah. where we stop talking off air, right? Well, I, I had two things I was going to do. I, I think what I'm going to do is my mime work. <laughs> I do a lot of mime. So I think that'll be next. I'll do some uh, mind clips. Uh, it'll be it'll have magic in it, you know, because the, the uh, it's just uh, a lot of the silent magic, you know, uh, miming type of stuff. But what was funny was I would I always did the silent uh, speaking. <laughs> Are you gonna dance and do it the trending TikTok sounds? Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's not really my style. <laughs> the, the, the other thing was is that uh, I write I write a lot of uh, flash fiction, short story. Uh, what is that? It doesn't matter what it is. It's a note for myself. <laughs> and and uh, uh, poetry and whatnot and spoken word stuff. And that stuff's easy, too. But I was mm. thinking that the problem is, is, is crossing audiences. You know, it's like uh, most entertainers couldn't give a <laughs> don't care about. Uh, 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 poetry or flash fiction. 
We did uh, talk about it. I don't even know what that means. Have, uh -huh. you, have you considered another channel or have you started working towards that goal at all? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, uh, or what I might, I don't know about the YouTube. I don't know. Uh, but I know that I'm going to, I'm setting up the, the writing and the blogging stuff all on its own. I'm yeah, I dig that. When yeah. I've seen your, your monologue content, your poetry, et cetera, I think, wow, I bet people who are into this really like it. But mm, maybe, you know, like. Yeah, I know entertainers are not into it. Ma well, magic. magic. Another well, niche. they are a little, I guess. It's another niche. There's million people out there into it. Yeah. And you can probably find them on TikTok. Yeah. But oh, I found them. Thing. I have. I there 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 definitely a ton of people that like it, but I but what I've been very careful to do is to look to see who likes what. You know, that's part and of that's what I've been finding. Yeah, so but uh, but I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm going to start doing the mime stuff. It's a lot of it is isolation, and uh, productions and vanishes. So. Uh, uh, yeah, I might talk about some... your options on long form where you where you go teaching all your wisdom, the things from your book, and make it like a year long series before. Well, that's the first... exciting thing is what we yeah. were talking about. You're kidding me? Is that's that, huge? If you just to make the, that... make the make the book video, mm -hmm. do, do the whole book want. video so that they can see, uh, like when I'm talking about rig setups, yep. with like you know with the ropes or the tables or whatever, I'll just have them all lined up out there and then they could just see for themselves say, how big they are and what New Orleans and we'll mm. film you. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And we'll film some acts and we'll get this. It's yeah. a process. It's, but look, it's a, it's something I think if you're going to continue embracing the online, it's a good option, you know, teaching what you know, and it doesn't have to be tricks. Like, well, like I was saying, yeah. What could be great is, me and Jason, I filmed him busking one day and we, we started, it was a nonstop clip and it started from him saying, all right, let's build a crowd. And then I moved back and then you saw him literally start and start calling people over and, and getting attention. And yeah. then right till the end when everyone had finished, you know, tipping him in the hat and shaking his hand and going away. But what could be even more interesting is seeing even earlier than that, like, you know, you're walking to the pitch and you're picking your spot and you're setting up and actually we did that video in like 2007. Yeah. yeah. So, so now do it where you're not using a potato to film. <laughs> and, yeah. Right. And, um, <clears throat> Although, Hey, that clip still holds water walking to new Orleans. That's a good clip. If we take him on the boat prepping for the show, we walk through new Orleans. It's like a vlog before vlogs were even, I, I, I use that on my mm, YouTube okay. account as the uh, opening trailer. You know, when you first go to somebody's account and they have right. that video running, right. Right, that's yeah. that's my video that runs. Yeah. Okay, I'll be honest. I haven't watched this yet, so that's maybe it's I need to watch old, it It's very old, but it's still, I think, you know, for a budding, you know, uh, creator, I think I did a pretty good job. We used uh, Walking to New Orleans. Uh, what was is that? Yeah, Walking to New Orleans, right? The, the yeah, it's Walking to New Orleans. And, uh, and yeah, see, and, uh, yeah, uh, uh, what, uh, yeah, Grendel, he had sent me this thing and it made me, oh, yeah, he had mentioned that for like a million bucks. He said that it, uh, that it got him, uh, inspired him, that yeah. it inspired him way back when it first came out or whatever. And, uh, that's amazing. Hmm. I mean, you start by tapping your stick on the ground and... guys in the country, huh? That it's not clip... the world. He's really good. What? 
I'm just saying that clip documents what it's like to start with nothing, build a tip, yeah, it in, and then, <laughs> yeah, and you're doing this all out of your pockets, basically. When you're walking to the pitch, you got a carry bag, and that's it, right? That's your shit, yeah. little doctor's bag. Well, you know what's great in, in Europe, I'd have nothing but what I'm wearing. This is it. We're walking wow. down the street, and then I'd say, you know, I need lunch. Showtime. I pull, pull out my magic wand, tap the sidewalk, get a crowd. Uh, get enough money to pay for my hotel and get lunch. And then I'd go off, you know, what, go look at the Mediterranean or something, you know, and, uh, but you can't do that in the States. <laughs> like, you know, you gotta, you, you're going to need some flash. Uh, like what I mean by that is you're going to need like a sign or something or a piece of rope. You know, it's going to be a little hard. I mean, you can do it, uh, it, but I'm just saying it's helpful to have flash, like an amplifier, a sign, a table, a rope, something and so here, I don't use an amp or a table. Well, I have recently, now in my old age, for the past few months, for the first time in two, three decades or whatever, or two decades, I've been I've been using uh, a table. I never did use a table. You tell, when I first started, when I very first started, I brought out tables, all different types of tables. I tried making all these different, and finally, I, I got the courage to get rid of it. But anyway, here in the, here in the United States, it's a little harder. You have to educate your audience here, uh, and also you have to uh, you have to you have you have to have some sort of legitimacy. You have to look a little bit like you're supposed to be there. I think and confidence is the key. Huh? You know, projecting confidence when you're busking is of utmost importance. I don't know that it matters how you look or even what you're saying. If you are confident about yourself, you can make yeah. things happen. Like you're supposed to be there, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? What if? What about? How about this for a short story? The clip starts with you at home. You open your mail and you see like a bill you have to pay. And you're like, oh, I got to make myself 187 dollars. All yeah. right. I love and it. Then yeah. You go out. You literally make that. Come home. You're like, ah, oh, all right. That's sorted. Yeah, that's, a, that's literally busking for a living. That's really how it works. That's it mm. right there. That's what get. Yeah, that the best motivator is my wife or my bills or both. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Truthfully, the way it works is, you know, when you're in it and it's good, you ride it out and make as much as you can. Yeah. When it's bad, you struggle. And when I struggle th these days, I tend to just end it quickly. You know, I'd rather just not suffer out there. And that means I don't get to eat the steak dinner. Okay. Yeah. You know, but still, I know when it's good, I you, well, you, you might be older now. It's a couple years later, but you'll still sit out there till the money's gone. till you can't soak in oh, another dollar. Well, when I, I started, I used to go 16, 12, 16 hours a day. And I would work, you know, 21 shows a day. That's the way Jelini did it. Jelini huh? would show up at the pitch, you know, eight, nine in the morning, having his coffee and go home after the Bourbon Street session at nighttime. Yeah, that was my, that's my schedule. That was my schedule yeah. uh, for many years. That's too much work for me. Oh. Yeah. And then uh, what happened now is uh, the age, the age, the, the body's like, no, you're yeah. not doing that. So, so now I go out mm -hmm. and, uh, but the, the 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 strength of of my of the age is that I can I have a better shot at going out there for a less amount of time, but making maximum amount of money. Right. 
you have the wisdom now. Yeah, but but unfortunate. But I can't. The the unfortunate thing about the age is I can't go out there as long, and it's killed. That's why I use the table, and I might use an amp because uh, it's hard on my diaphragm. Uh, you know, all those years of uh, projecting. Well, plus smoking. You quit that recently too. <laughs> but. Uh, hands only. Hands only now. Huh? <laughs> only smoking now is only glycerin. I'll probably yeah. find out this causes cancer next week. Uh, so <laughs> your hand just falls off. So anyway, so so the uh, yeah. I, uh, that, so now I use the table just because it's easier. But I don't get a big one. I get a little TV tray and carry with one hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I have a big table, so I've been trying that with a dolly. I bring it out, but it's kind of a lot of work to bring that out. Uh, I still drag mine out, but I I don't like it. But when I, when I need to make money or want to make money, I do bring the big boy out. It does make a difference. It's nice because I don't have to do a lot of bending down and up because usually if I'm not using the table, I'm using the ground as my table. So I'm, I'm bending up and down, up and down, up and down, or I'm kneeling down on this pavement to do a trick on the ground or what, you know? So, uh, and it just gets, it just wears me out. So I'll, I'll use a little, a little TV tray. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, if it was cold enough weather, I'd go back to where you're using the ground and I can, I can get more hours out of my age. Like if it's cold enough, I could work maybe uh, eight hours. Yeah. yeah. You know? Maybe, maybe also you're feeling a little better in the near future. You told me you just got to the doctor for the first time in a while, getting some things. Taken yeah. I never go to the doctor. I'm opposed yeah, to old guys. Things start breaking. We need to fix our parts. So yeah. good that you're making progress on that. I'm yeah, well, that's that, that's that fundraiser. That fundraiser has been helping me pay back the uh, the the van that got wrecked, and also it's been getting me medical uh, attention. So, Good. so Good. that the people have been taking care of me, and I'm grateful for it. Good, you know, I think good karma comes around. You, you yeah. know, I've always known you to be a giving, generous person. You should you should deserve the same as you need. Then, you know, so. So Jimmy, anyway. you got any uh, you got any dirt on Doug? Like anything he hasn't shared oh, with baby. us? That- <laughs> oh my, my past. You got, you got any Doug stories that oh. we haven't? Um, been I'd love to hear one. Not, not that I'm going to share on here. I <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, I got a lot of them though. <laughs> you got to give us something. Like we, we'd love to, we'd love to have our channel <laughs> taken down for the right story. Like let's say again. We have no problems getting our channel taken down for the wrong, you know, story. <laughs> it's for the, it's for the viewers. Guy like Jimmy, this question. This is a man who has driven me out of New Orleans more than once to save <laughs> my life. That was, so I was going to tell that story. So he's going to go there first. Because the thing is, he's going to go to the times <laughs> I've been in jail. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because the thing is, everyone knows Doug as the, you know, great magician, the, some say, grandfather of magic, like learning from him, this and that and the other. But, you know, we know there's another side to Doug, and uh, and, and I bet Jimmy knows it. <laughs> well, I, I will say this. Uh, around New Orleans, uh, all the magicians think he's a master. There's no, there's, you know, but also his character is what's really funny. And in New Orleans, uh, before all this uh, short form video stuff uh his character was sort of like the the guy next door you know that guy next door who's at the barbecue with the plaid shorts 
You know who I'm talking about. That mm. the guy. That's Still his that character. And then, uh, and that's how he gets you because you, 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 you know, so you because he doesn't look sneaky. He looks like, you know, the guy next door. You could you trust him? You know, you'd loan your mo- your lawnmower to him. That kind of guy. And uh, but the thing is, is is it's just not the case. He's a wild man. He always <laughs> has been. <a> wild man. <laughs> yeah. But you got to know him to know <laughs> Look, i've slowed down you know really since meeting my wife what a what a game changer that was for me i'm much more sane in my older age <laughs> and also being focused and doing something i'm embracing i think makes a big difference mm. so you had to save his life is that what you're saying jimmy <laughs> he saved my life too so you know we know known each other a long time and uh, I think what's good is that we uh, we don't have to explain ourselves to each other because we've known each other so long. We've already done that, you know, and so so that's that's pretty cool. Like brothers that get along very well for some reason. Plus, we yeah. enjoy the, our art as well. It's what, a, you know, but like we befriended each other before you really, really. I guess you were interested in magic, but that wasn't like, you know, always the thing. We were just cool <laughs> cool together you know yeah we did we all our families together. together we did all kinds of stuff together besides magic was really only really a, at, at one point was a very small part of our uh friendship over the years we you know we both had families together remember yep. <laughs> yep. like just you know neighbors and it, just crazy stuff you know uh adventures together we'd go uh, on adventures together and I'd be happy to segue out of this without any bad scoops hitting this. <laughs> Are we over this topic yet? I guess so. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we didn't give you anything. About you five just, minutes. Uh, we gave you more than I was going <laughs> to. You're like, just fingaling your way around the story. Yeah, I didn't get a last name like Khan for nothing. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a wild man. I'm probably still wanted in Ohio, technically, but we'll never know for sure. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Why don't you tell us about this watch then, Doug? <laughs> Are we there yet? God, man, I feel like I'm going out of the frying pan into the fire now. Ah, uh, boy. Yeah, so uh, I made up this. I thought this was a nice presentation. If you guys missed the beginning of the stream, put me on the main. Let me showcase we, the what? virtual lighter. Hold on one second. So Doug's got a got an iPad there for those listening. Oh yeah, if you narrate this like a professional, that would be awesome. <laughs> this um, summer, one you know what iPad. that is on the on the iPad? Uh, not yet. Oh, okay. We've got a lighter. We've got an can old school it? lighter in a new tech iPad. It makes sounds. Can you hear it? Yeah, we can. So, also wow. Light. Okay. You gotta be careful with this thing, though. It's very realistic. We've got the <clears> lighter. No, I have. Whoa. Oh, okay. Doug, you're on fire. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Very nice. That up there. So that's the great... moment. And let me do another okay. one. Get me up close. I'm getting my money's worth here. I think Hanson Chen's uh, presentation is this, and this is a good one. He just gets a little bit of moisture. He puts the moisture right on his hand and he goes Miyagi on him. So he just starts Miyagi on it and he goes, 
Wow. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and it's a very Ooh. organic moment, right? And let's I, note that I've now fired this thing off four or five times on stream without fail to pretty good effect every time. So mm. we're going to give uh, this version <laughs> of this device a thumbs up. Yeah, you must have done it like thing is cool. You must have done it like four or five times this morning, and it's yeah. still uh, reliably working. God damn. Yeah, I mean, uh, and what I'm using here is an, uh, a remote-controlled activation, which, to my knowledge, is not available in other versions of this product. Okay, I've just ran out, so it was four good puffs, and then you run out. But it's remote control, and I was pushing it at at length, where you could also mm. activate it on the watch, and it'll just fire for three seconds, and maybe you get a little more uh, puffs out of it. I like it. I like Whoa. it. You know, your presentation is very cool too for, for video. <clears throat> I'm thinking, um, what about as a gag? I'm thinking of like some of the guys that maybe watch this podcast. Imagine if like, okay, this is not anything that we would do, but let's say you're joking with your mates and you let one rip, you reach behind and you grab it and you're like, oh, does this smell? And then you show all the smoke vapor coming <laughs> off. That's I'm going to pull that out with the wife later. That's funny. Did you did you um did you freak her out with it first or did you show her like did she know you had it or did you just like this um, tea kettle's broken or you know? Well, when it arrived at my house, I was like a kid at Christmas going, Look what I got, look what I got. <laughs> knew pretty much that I had it. Okay. okay. Um But man, every time I fire this thing off, I feel like James Bond, so that's you know. I, there's just so many possibilities in, in real life where that could just be so funny. Look, let me, let's, uh, Bob, Bob, possible. Let's bring up his comment. Mm. And this uh, is. So, he, so he's asking which version is it? Yeah. So I'm going to stick it on the camera here. This is uh, Hanson Chen's uh, Mist Watch. Huh. Hanson Chen Mist Watch. Mist Watch. Wow. So I'll briefly, let me, let me mention to the best of my knowledge, the differences, and then we'll talk a little bit more about mm. the issues. Okay. This watch works. It tells time. Yeah. It's 720. Yeah. This watch is not on the correct time, but it's clicking. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be on the right time if you wanted it to. Yeah, look, I'm going to turn this so thing saying? off. What? Yeah. The watch charges separately from the device, so that's kind of cool. So, And the other thing is, when I was setting this device off, I was doing so remotely. So I was using, in this case, a switch that I activated with my toe. So it's a remote control uh, toe mm. switch, and it can be under the arm. So you got options for activating it. The remote control to me has been invaluable as a solo performer to do extended puffs. Mm. Very nice. Um, now those, how much is it? It's the same price as the smoke watch pro, which is $350. Okay. <laughs> now here's the thing. I like the noise machine, man. <laughs> I got an email from Hanson Chin's people that said, basically, would you like us a, a missed watch? Uh, and they said, we would appreciate it if you did a video. And I said, I'd love one and I'd be happy to. So I did that. You know, I got the watch. I did my little creator thing. I figured out the LiDAR app. 
which by the way, looks much better on a phone, but this camera is my phone. So it's a great phone trick. And then I published yeah. it on Instagram where uh, Juan Mirando, the creator of the smartwatch pro uh, had issue with me supporting the mist watch insinuating that the mist watch <laughs> is a copycat knockoff of his smartwatch pro. So watch. that's where the story started on <clears throat> for me after publishing the video. Hmm. And now I'm just the awkward middleman. And here's the main reason why, and this is always an irritant for me for any time I see these issues. The person who has the issue chooses to take it to the public forum before discussing the issue with the creator or the performer. So that's, that's a problem, number one. And maybe if he would have had some conversations with Hanson Chen, my mindset about this might be less, yeah, Patrick saying it, drama-ish. Mm. So as I, I mean, reflect, and I have been reflecting it, and here's what the decision I made as a creator. I said, well, Juan, I understand you're not happy about this, and I don't have all the details. And one of the reasons I don't have the details is because you won't talk to Hanson Chen. So you got to do that, first of all, before I understand what's going on. So I told him that. And I said, in the meantime, I will take down the links that I associated with this post pointing to the missed watch. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully your watch will get some sales too, Juan, from this video. I hope Dude, that's a happy medium. Hmm. To make Juan a long story you... short, he ended by saying, I don't want to spend more time on this matter and I <clears> wish <throat> you all the best. Uh, this is a private message. Maybe I shouldn't be sharing those words, but I hope I... <laughs> amicably resolve the situation. Hmm. Did he send you a watch? He offered to. Okay. He offered to. I feel even awkward saying, yeah, thanks to that at this point. Hmm. My understanding is also this. It's a subpar product. Why would I be interested in that? And I don't want to drill that out to the public. I don't want to be slanderous at all. It obviously works. Bob's using it. Yeah, um, and Bob and Bob's saying that he's seen inside both. And they well, are... Let me tell you. Quite Let me different. tell you Hansen's story as well. Hansen's side of the story is I created this before you sold the smartwatch as the vapor watch through Will Sai. I had this on television because I'm a magic consultant. And just because I sold it doesn't mean didn't sell it doesn't mean I didn't create it before you did. So he's claiming independent mm. creatorship, releasing a better product that has different features and the one that I've, the people I've talked to have indicated it's a different product. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess the lesson is be prudent as a creator when you agree to do these sorts of things. Be prudent. It's hard to do it, right? Like it's hard to be careful enough, I think. I think, I mean, I think it sounds like you've taken it the right way. You've gone about it the right way. And uh, it must and, be nice. All I can and, say is it must be nice to be getting sent uh, free products and then being in the middle of is it? drama and, you know. Yes and no. Yeah, that's it a was, good problem. I do not like <laughs> upsetting people. It's not in my being to want to do that on any level. So when I do that and people get, on, you know, completely innocent on my part, I didn't even think about there being another smartwatch when I received this thing. In hindsight, mm. I said, of course, there was another one that wasn't Hans's if I think about it. But wow, it's seven years ago. Are we not allowed to, to mm. That's right. the product and then release it 
I mean, it's like saying I invented the car so no one can sell cars now, you know, and it's not really that level. But after seven years, maybe you say it's okay that this is out there. I agree. I don't know. It's it's a small market. I'm not a major magic creator, and I'm sure that all of the creators might have a completely different opinion. Uh, I wish you all the best. You're in the worst industry possible. Making magic yeah. magicians oh, is insane. Crazy people. Is, man, yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. But still, you know, thank you for your video anyway, because uh, it's very cool. Whether w- with whatever watch you use, um, still a cool video with the lighter, electronically producing smoke. I, I wonder. No, I, I love it. Here's the problem, though. Now that I've got the Apple Watch and have so many apps integrated into this, if there's a negative, mm. it's that now you have to choose the watch, right? I guess you could double watch, but now you're a super nerd. Someone's um, got to make it into an Apple Watch now. Oh, right. <laughs> Smart watch, Apple Watch. I'll tell you, the well, one, the one watch, <laughs> the, the one watch yeah. while it doesn't tell time, looks like an Apple Watch, and that is deceptive because it's just a blackface watch, right? It looks... right. It's fine not telling time. It looks like an Apple Watch. And this yeah. thing is a little thicker, but not too much, I don't think. Yeah, yeah it's, that not guy, noti- it's, not, it's not noticeably thick. Not by that, that guy made a good point, that da- David there. He said, just look at all the different magic wallets. Yeah. All the yeah. different magic wallets out there. Yeah. That's right. I, I, you know, I would say maybe five years is where we want to be able to let people adapt the product, improve it. If they flat out copy you without doing anything better, then shame mm. on them. But if improvements are made. Here, here's something. Uh, they used to make these little finger mice, not Judy the mouse. Uh, it's it, it was a little I mouse. Right. And they were made in Germany. It was the last people to make them really good. Right. A really good quality. And uh, they don't make them anymore. If there was more competitors they'd still be making them, you know? And so now I was talking to Brian Bloodworth and Edward, you know, and he goes, yeah, you know, uh, cause he used to use it too. Uh, and we're trying to figure out ways to make it. Now we're turning into, turning us into taxidermists. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like, instead of they should just be making them. But, I mean, like I was saying, it's a niche market. How many of these things can you sell? Right. So, you know, if there is a cap on $350 watch sales and yeah, if you're, you're making them and your, your cap gets cut in half or a third because there's a better product that sucks. But uh, if you're a good creator, you're creating better products and selling better things instead of <laughs> resting on your laurels of things that are working with technology that's aging. I'm just looking this up on, uh, on Google. So this is like a, a Rocky raccoon, but it's a, uh... A mouse, basically a mouse size. Is that what I'm picking up here? That's Judy. The, the Judy the, the mouse. Yeah, yeah, not, not Judy. Look Is at that, that thing. I, can, I, can't see <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it. That's the worst. Although, you yeah, know who Judy's worked that good? good. Look, Judy, if you Judy. can look up Dan Garrett working Judy the mouse, he did a good one. He had Dan Oh, yeah, yeah. But he it's had not that good thing. He worked it with a squeaker. He had that thing going all Oh, over. really? Yeah. That's a great idea. Yep. I miss the Rockies too. There's, I think Magic Makers is now making them. The best bit. Did you do a video with the Vanishing Mouse? You did that one. Yeah, I did the mouse. I had to make one from a cat toy. Where did you learn that? Was it from me? Uh, I learned it from John Carney. That's his bit. John Carney published it. I think I learned it from uh, Gottlieb Kogel. Kogel. All right. 
is where I think I bought the mouse. I, I think. So Don Carney would do a coin vanish, and he says, you know how that works, right? I got a little mouse, runs it up my sleeve. Boom, and that's the moment. That was his creation. Yeah. Well, in the video uh, I was doing in the shorts, here's a great example of how things are different in shorts. I don't do it like that at all. Like in the, uh, I, I work out of my pockets, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, but I, I, I had, I did add the purse though, the squeaking purse, and when you open it, the purse oh, is yeah, empty. Yeah, you, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and then you you open up the purse. There's nothing in there, and I put I, I put it down. Get this going. You got Dan Garrett. Who, full screen I, it. Damn it. Yeah, is this Dan Garrett? I can't. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. have the language. Yeah, but, yeah um, this is not the same mouse, but that's great work right there. Dan so Garrett, he's a beast, man. Wow. Okay. So imagine, yeah, right. That imagine so it's real. speaking a little bit. <clears throat> oh, like he's the move, the, too. He's like doing Rocky with the mouse. Yeah, like the the movement. Not that the mouse looks real, but the movement it, looks real. It, this mouse was produced by Magic Masters, who made Rocky Raccoon. Yeah, so sub product right. of theirs. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's funny. Great. Okay. Wow. Yeah, the the mouse. People get excited. Yeah. Oh, I just learned something. Judy the mouse. Never heard of it before. Hey, everything Dan Garrett's published is worth learning. That guy's brilliant. Oh, I'm taking a note right now. <clears throat> Dan What's Garrett. What's name? Dan Garrett. Yep. Wow. So, and now that product isn't available. That is that what you're saying? Judy the mouse is available. But Judy. Judy is available. Yeah, they uh, have thousands of them they can't sell in a warehouse, probably. But right. the good mouse is a realistic. Do I have one? It looks exact. You ever see those those mouse toys? Do you uh, not the, have the cat, one? The cat toy. Yeah, let me go see if I got one. Hold on. Damn thing. I'll be right back. I have to dig harder to find mine. I'll be right back. Yeah, I feel like this is worth the wait. It's a good bit. You you know, it's anytime you produce the semblance of livestock in a magic trick, you know, it's mm. a great moment. Rocky Bob Raccoon fills for that <laughs> reason. You produce a fake dove. The rubber dove is a great bit. You know, roll true. it up and put it in your pocket. Same true, same thing. True. Oh. My buddy Joel, who's in the showman show that I do, he every every show, he will actually put a ball of feathers into his appearing latex dove. So when after he appears it, he kicks it out into the audience, and you see this awesome so glistening of feathers fly off. Oh, that's so good! Every time, I'm like, bro, that's awesome. That's great commitment. Does he just and donate a dove to every performance? He just kicks it to the audience. Yeah, he, you really that? should watch. You really should watch the video because there's a ton <laughs> more tricks in the video. I'm just going to show you the mouse, though. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can Love get it. the camera. I don't know if I can see if you can see my hand. Oh, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Are you right? Hold on just a, let me so see. Far, so good. Work it, Jimmy. Make it work. <laughs> no, no. There he is. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, well, anyway, here's here's the thing. That was really tiny, but the one used to they used to sell used to be this big. Right? Wow. Yep. That's, yeah, that's yeah, much more. Yeah, instead of. Instead of this little guy right here, Whoa, it used to be this thing, and it was, uh, yeah, and it was incredibly realistic. This is not realistic. It was incredibly. It yeah. looked. It was a mouse. There was no question. And Are you buying cat toys? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I, yeah. I had to buy cat toys and rig it up. Yeah, I and uh, that makes sense actually. Yeah, but you really, I, it, 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 if you watch my video, 
because there's a whole bunch of tricks that are around that. You, you know what I mean? Video. It's one of my favorites I've, that you produced. Yeah, it's it doesn't look like much. You have you have to watch some videos so you see. But anyway, I used to do that live. That was every day in my repertoire, and I had this, you know, and and you can work a big you can work a big stage thing out of it. You could act like you have an invisible mouse, and uh, it gets away from you, and it, it's on this lady's shoulder, and you're gonna pick it up and hold it by the tail, and you know all all sorts of stuff. The invisible mouse, you know. Oh, what did they just say? I didn't even see that. You could do like the guinea pig trick and then gobble it up. Oh, yeah. um, Matt King's King's, uh, piece on You know who was the first to do that, or revive it anyway, was Harry Anderson. He put it on Saturday Night Live back in the day. But what on? In fact, he got flat because they really thought he ate a guinea pig. (laughs) Oh, that, yeah. It looks looks so real. Yeah. yeah. the, The network got complaints. When he performed it live on Saturday Night Live, that's such a that's so that's a grid problem. Wow, that's a great problem. I can't imagine how much trouble Penn, we've t- talked about this before. But when Penn and Teller did their cut and restored snake, that must have got so much drama. <laughs> the one I recall is the, all the cockroaches on David Letterman. Oh yeah, he was mad. David Letterman was mad oh, about that. Man. What? Is this a Penn and Teller one as well? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine the vision to do that effect. Produce a desk full of cockroaches live <laughs> on television. The vision. <laughs> what are you going to do on Letterman? Uh, the roach production. <laughs> well, I guess I got to go get a thousand roaches. Where do you do that? Where do you get a thousand roaches? I know where you get them. In the ninth ward down in New Orleans. <laughs> Oh God! You looking it up, Josh? That yeah, it's be uh, readily accessible on YouTube. It's very, it's very old footage. Oh yeah, wait, there so it is. Go back. So this is a this is a chop cup routine or something. It looks like. Yeah right. Yeah, is that it's, right? A, it's a cup and hat routine of some sort. So Teller comes up to the desk to load from. <laughs> look, look at this. So. Oh, it's under the hat. Oh. God, and Letterman just runs right off. He's like, what the hell? Penn just starts picking them up. He's like, yeah, these are the big ones. <laughs> they realize, all right, he's freaked out. This is going to be great for TV. Let's keep getting him spooked. He's scooping them off the desk. <laughs> Here, Dave. Uh. Yeah, wow. Not to mention they got to, someone has to clean that up. Like someone has to collect all those <laughs> cockroaches. Now they got afterwards. roaches in the wow. studio. You know, those oh things God. breed, man. <laughs> wow. That was yeah, some young Penn and Teller there. Very young. Yeah. yeah, very young. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Does anyone has anyone done anything like that recently? Like to, to cause a stir? I don't think anyone has. Oh, it's everybody's so sensitive now. Well, Blaine probably comes the closest to that with his weirdness sometimes, right? He'll choke That's up true. a frog on national television now and again. The human aquarium, yeah. That, yeah, he does go for a lot of the shock factor, like the Stick um, a needle through my hand. Ring on string by having a coat hanger and swallowing the ring and going down his throat, pulling out the yeah. ring on the on the coat yeah. hanger. Yeah. Mm. Skewer through the hand, yeah. Hmm. 
Well, I know my next TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought about, you know, uh, speaking of Hanson <clears throat> Chen, he released Eye Candy, which is uh, Eric Ross's approach to the Tic Tac. It comes out of the eyeball. I bought that release and then said, nobody wants to see me doing that. And then I just sold it. <laughs> right. You didn't even, did you? So you didn't try it, obviously. If you No, sold it, I appreciated the packaging. Like all Hanson Chin products I've seen, it's a brilliant release. He takes so much care with his releases. They're, they're pricey, but man, they're good. And this was a wonderful product. You get a couple different size uh, Tic Tacs, little dropper, comes a little mirror. So everything's in this package. You can see it wow. going in the eye. It's a great set. But then I just said, nobody wants to see me bring anything out of my eyeball. Nobody wants to see that. And then I have to yeah. do that. So I don't know what I was thinking. I make a lot of mistakes. That's all. I remember I, I visited a, a magic club once and this guy was showing off a new routine and he had set up um, Wayne Houchin's thread in his eye. And he was doing this whole routine and then he uh, the thread you know, to be artistic came from like his jacket. Like he pulled out a thread of his jacket, swallowed the thread. And then for, I swear for like two minutes, he's like pulling his eyelashes, like trying to find which one's the thread to pull out. <laughs> oh, and, wow. and, and eventually he just gave up. So I don't know whether the thread like went too far in or he just, obviously it's his first time doing it. But um, yeah, I can see the, uh, the Tic Tac being a bit easier to dislodge. Sure. <laughs> Man, this is this is this this is what Bob's talking about. This thing you could do a production of just about anything in this. Uh, I'm going to produce yeah, air true. from it right now because I don't have it set up. But this, yeah, you're right, Bob. <laughs> I, you know, if you guys come here, AJ can have this, but he's got to come here and pick it up. That's the deal. Hold on. Wow. A so it already comes in a Nike box, or did you add that sleeve to it? This is the product, and then you customize it with stickers. So it has, you can make it Adidas, or oh my uh, God. you can make it any one of these crazy, there's options. Oh, I was wondering about that. So Very I, nice. I just put some Nike stuff on there, because I'm looking for that Nike brand deal, in addition to getting this fat free merchandise, <laughs> transitioning to the big time. So, so someone's <laughs> got to get, someone's got to get a shoe brand, uh, yeah, someone's got to get a shoe brand contract, and then that's going to be the thing. You can say you custom made it. I'm sending Nike and... this clip after the podcast. I'll be talking to you guys <laughs> from the big time next week. Oh, yeah. Look, Nike, here it is. We're going to brand up with Walmart, <laughs> and, and we'll sell water. Ta -da! <laughs> hey, nice, do, nice. Do, nice. do you all remember that one where the, uh, where the guy uh, starts bleeding? Have you seen that trick where they bleed from their eyes? You? No. I've seen. S no, I'm not. I, I don't know the exact. Do it. I don't Jim. know the exact method. Do it. But I do know when I was reading. I think it was on Penguin, and in the comments section, it was saying stuff like, "Never." Some guy bought it, and he said, "Never in my life have I bought a magic trick that could actually endanger me." Well, I've got. So a I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering if he's cutting himself. You know. To make the blood um, come. This thing. <laughs> and they're selling it. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the method is, but that, I did read that in the comments. But a guy that, it's That's a crazy thing. When the, the video is crazy. blood from your eyes and the method is not recommended, <laughs> you know that's not a good avenue. <laughs> when it, whenever the eyes are involved, it can never be safe, right? Yeah. It's never going to be safe. Well, I'm telling you, the, the, the trailer for it, when you watch the guy performing it, 
it's it's hor- it's scary. It's definitely that uh, horror magic kind of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Hey, there's room for that, right? I think that's you know, in fact, maybe some of the better real magic. This is why Blaine has some of the great appeal he does. He does these things. Yeah. When you're asking someone to believe in mm. real magic, and there's not a lot of people left doing that, but still, some people still do. You can make your eyeballs bleed. You got a pretty good chance of it. <laughs> like if someone's heckling you. And you just stop for a moment, and then you just start bleeding from your you eye. Hit them with the fireball, <laughs> and you follow up with the smoke. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it is smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, wh- just let me just stop the show for a second while I curse this gentleman's family, and you just stand there staring at him. <laughs> you start bleeding. <laughs> wow. I don't even know how I found that. <laughs> I don't remember what what I was looking for. Nerd like us browsing the stock, you know. <laughs> you just, you just our whole life. It used to be the Hank Lee catalog, and now it's the internet. Yeah, the Hank Lee. Ca- yeah, you were just typing in on the internet like blood from eye, <laughs> <laughs> randomly searching topics. Oh my god! It's just it might amazing not even... what magic thinks they can sell to people. Whew. I've been really having like conflicting thoughts lately. Like I really think this retail magic endeavors. You know, Conjure.com, where I hawk magic stuff. Maybe not worth my time as much. And I told you this, Jimmy. Yeah, you did. I keep telling you, and I'm not practicing what I'm preaching. I'm over here selling things. For the birds, selling things. Doug, did you you get free cool stuff like like smoke watches? Yeah, Yeah, but... (laughs) Yeah, but then That's I true. feel dirty. I'm, I could, like, I'm showing you the cool stuff. I'm not showing you the not cool stuff that they expect mm. me to promote, right? And then I, yeah. it, and I don't want to be in that position. Mm. I, I you know, it's bittersweet. All them years working at Magic Masters, I, I was. Uh, we all complained, and we we're all. It was, you know, we used to call it tragic. Wanted the new stuff. Where's yeah. the new stuff, Ken? Yeah, yeah. We all. But now that I look back, I'm thinking. Man, that wasn't such a bad life, you know. And that option's not out in there anymore. You can't go work at a Magic Masters now, really. Mm. Uh, maybe a Houdini's, but it's just not the same with the YouTube out and everything like that. Uh, so, uh, yes, but, you could Grindle, yes. Uh, I I completely disagree. If you wanted to open a kiosk in a tourist environment selling overpriced magic, you would do quite well. <laughs> oh no! Do it. Oh, I know you would. Uh, I, I, no, I, I, I agree with you 100%. What I, I think what I meant by it was is that now they'll be sitting there YouTubing the answer because you remember what I used to say? Uh, yeah, right. Say, it's amazing. It's a miracle. It's 25 bucks. And they go, really? Well, let me look up the rising card. <laughs> you, you just got to change the title. That's when you go yeah. into the when you go into the Las Vegas magic shops. Yeah. Everything is branded Las Vegas magic shop. You know, it's not uh, the yeah. hot rod. It's the magic stick produced by Las Vegas. May you go Google and you're going to end up on their website. You know, that's. Oh, yeah, that's a great. I, hey, yeah, I learned something. You go in the Las Vegas <laughs> magic shop. Every freaking thing is Las Vegas magic shop branded. All of it. Wow. That's awesome. That's it a is. good idea. He mastered the form. Well, who, who is this? Not true. Uh, you know who it is? It's Perry Maynard who created the light flight, which Ken sold a million of and made him rich. So he opened his own skit using the same same concept. You know, uh, oh, he, he opened his own from the sales. Of oh, that really? Knockoff. Huh? 
I never heard of this. This guy opened like a Magic Masters Houdini kind of thing. He has four or five of them right now. Or several. Mm-hmm. So all the Houdinis closed in Vegas. They're not there anymore, but he is. And well, what happened so to them? Wider, it's a wider range of products. Grendel probably knows them. Yeah, Grendel's saying it right there. No more Houdinis. Uh, you know, actually, I prefer this business model where you offer more variety and less focused sales. So it's more like a regular magic shop with some gags and things like this. But you know what, what they, makes the difference, right? And if you don't have this, and last time I was in a Las Vegas magic shop, they didn't have this. And this is a great pitchman selling your shit. If you don't got that, your business ain't doing it right. Mm, that's it. So Houdini <laughs> just, they couldn't make it, huh? Uh, yeah, I think it was post-COVID they shut down. I think COVID was a nail in the coffin and Gino's not a spring chicken anymore, you know? Wow, yeah, wow. Gino Minari ran the joint and, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I went looking for him. I was there last year and looking for Houdini's. All the locations were massage beds and stuff like that. There's wow. Only the Perry Maynard shops. And I'm sure COVID didn't help too, like with any retail store in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, exactly. You know, when it shut, Vegas oh, shut Chris, down. Chris Benz, uh, street performer, uh, mm -hmm. he had just scored this sweet uh, pitch there in Las Vegas, and he was all scheduled to make tons of money and everything. And then COVID hit, and he lost it all. They shut it down, and he had to uh, sell his house, put all of his stuff in a trailer, and head back to California, a little town in, where he lives. And I remember, I remember him calling me the day it happened. COVID was devastating. Yeah. And for most, I, the, for most. the really scary thing, you want to talk about buskers and how they reacted with it. As I went around, I been, was talking to buskers, and we all sort of unanimously agreed uh, that we, we got into busking because we thought that, well, there's a job that has job security. I'll always have a job. All I have to do is, as long as there's a street corner, I've got a job. And then they, and then they did COVID to us. And they proved that they could take our job away from us if they wanted to, you know. And so uh, that's and it's and it's it's pretty it's 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 I don't know how to say, it, but there's that that's there's literally a feeling of 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 horror, terror inside of you because uh, for a busker, most buskers are failures uh, in, in, <laughs> in business, in life, and like <laughs> millions of other things. So, so what the one thing that they got is street performing. It's it's their it's they save their life. It's it's like the uh, and you know and to have that, we seem to be through the yeah worst of that situation and hopefully never repeat that event because yeah I'm sure many street acts died to death during COVID. well this is. And this is not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, push my opinion here. What I'm saying is this was general consensus. Yeah. As I went around talking to all the full-time street performers, this was general consensus. Right. Uh, and no matter, regardless of how they felt about the COVID, whether, you know, there's a lot of politics and controversy around, but as far as their personal life, it was mm. devastating <clears throat> that that could be taken away from them that somebody had the power to take that away from them. It's a big shock. It's a, yeah, yeah it's a massive, it, it may somebody be has the power away. over your life. Yeah. To take that away from you, regardless of whether you agreed with it or not, or believed in it or not. It didn't matter. <laughs> they had that power over you. 
but also we have options. Some of us chose to pivot and use the options to make the best of a bad situation. So there's always options. Yeah. Positivity, baby. Our, our buddy, um, Adam Maxford, who's been on the podcast, he pivoted to Zoom show. He was one of the first to do like a really good Zoom show and got in the right, uh, in front of the right people. And he just made a killing much more than, I would say it, it, it 3X'd his current living, you know, of, of performing and stuff. Wow. And, uh, and he just outshone like one week he had 20 Zoom shows and, and he's getting paid like great money, corporate money for these, uh, for these shows. And it was just like insane. Because in, out of the whole world of uh, events happening with, uh, you know, everyone, all the staff are stuck at home and they want stuff to bring them together. He was one of the few early on that, that had adopted this um, new format. And so, yeah, you're right. People who pivoted uh, use it to their advantage. And, but it, it's still a big shock, like, to think that, uh, yeah, that you, you can't just rely on this in-person what? What is service? What is JCD? I I went and grabbed that. I was I was going to ask if you'd seen this thing. It's a coin dropper. I don't know. I didn't know if I'd showed you this thing or not. Highlight me, Josh. So it's this thing. Let me enlarge the screen here real fast. (laughs) Let me go get my coin. Hold on a second. All right. So what Doug has is this crazy contraption. And I mean, he said it already, coin dropper, but uh, let's see it. Let's see it in action. So I'm going to unset it. Boom. So the coin goes in here. And what is that? Is that a dollar? This is a jumbo. This is, it's a smaller jumbo. It's like two and a half, two and a half inches. So this thing has a belt clip on it. Right. Does it come with that two and a half? Nope. Okay. It's a good size though. This is a Morgan replica from Bluther. It's a great guy. Yeah, I want I want to yeah, if you can, I want I want a two and a half. I'll hook Morgan. you up. Yeah, so I want to hook the button, it drops. Oh. So that's the setup. You well, what it. size will it hold a three inch? Exactly a three inch, not one millimeter bigger. And this means most of the standard three inch coins will jam this thing up. That's my question. That was my immediate question. That was why yeah. It's a sadness and one of the few mistakes I've seen Hanson made where he didn't overcompensate for this thing. Like you could have made it a quarter inch bigger and then everything works great. Mm. Um, it looks, this, you want my opinion? Yeah. Yeah. It's bulky. Yep. It is. I mean, yeah. I could do that. I could make that rig with a rubber band or with a, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, some kind of wire or something. That yep. thing, but uh, I think that, but don't get me wrong. If I could wear my suit, I, I probably wouldn't use it for the street. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to try it out. But it looks – my first impression is is it's bulky. I would just really slip that – first, I'd just put the thing in my back pocket. Or I would mm. I'd slip – I mean, the coin. I would just so imagine, the- imagine wearing this in your sleeve. Yeah, no. I was thinking of hanging but, from the back of the jacket or from my belt clip. When you need it, all you do is squeeze and it drops down. It, oh, down well, wait a minute. Yeah, so there's advantages to this device. If Man, I want that it. coin. The coin interests me more than the drop. Yeah, I, I knew you weren't going to like this prop. I knew the Two and a half inch, do you be, know how rare those are? I knew huh? you were going to give the stinker to this $80 coin dropper, but I dig it. No, 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 no. I Once you showed me under the arm, that changed the game. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the plus for sure. He also wears it under the coat in front of the arm here. So it'll be like uh, here and by expanding the it drops right. down the front into the hand. So there's options that way as well. I don't know about that, but I, I would yeah, say I under the arm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so much. With, with The thing about slides with coins is that there is so much of this. I'm going to go in my pocket while you're going in your, you know, and, and, and down the mm. sleeve, in the elbow. <laughs> I mean, all that stuff is wonderful. With a two and a half inch, that's what I would suggest with that thing. I, I would suggest for jumbo coins anyway, two and a half inch, unless you're producing. If you're if you're if if you're just if you're producing wham bam, that's it. You just produce, in other words, the coin went from small to big. But if you're gonna be doing manip, I would suggest two and a half. Look at this. Printed instructions. Oh, that's pretty. Who does that anymore? Wow. Hanson Chen does. Too bad he didn't make this thing a little bigger. <clears throat> Good for them. I like that. And once you showed me under the arm, that, that was a that There's places for this device. I don't think a busker is the place for this. This is going to be maybe a competition yeah. act piece or you know something where you're going to use it once, not mm. repeatedly. I don't <clears> think. That or a short a form thing. content piece. All right. Look, guys, we're on overtime here. We're going to have to start charging listeners extra if we continue this podcast. And then my <laughs> wife starts putting me on double secret probation five minutes after. Love oh, it. I didn't even see the time. <clears throat> you know, you'll talk for three more hours if we don't put a halt to this, Jimmy. I know how you work too. Trying to, I was just, we're just home. starting to have fun. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta let Doug go and to refill his watch and and freak out his wife a bit more and produce some shoes for her in the box. He, he's got a whole thing planned. Short and piss off Juan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do intend to do a review video. I do intend to do that and discuss all of these things. So that's nice. going to be a good time. Jimmy, thanks for coming back again, my friend. Yeah. Uh, thanks and, and so much for having me. Yeah. Look, follow Jimmy on Instagram. His, his link is in the description below. And we'll see you next time on The Magic Guys. Good times, fellas. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.